Welcome to another edition of the Second and Goal Fantasy Podcast. I'm Calvin, your host, here with your co-host, Chris, the fantasy expert. And in today's show, we will be previewing Week 17 for those of you who still observe it in the fantasy season, which, I mean, isn't that many of you, but we still wanted to help you guys out. I would recommend switching to ending after 16 weeks, your fantasy season. But, I mean, people do things their own way, so we're staying here to help you prepare for week 17. That was a, I feel like I introduced that really weird, Chris. Did mm-hmm. I, was that weird? No, it was good. I kind of liked it. Because well, nice. I was started off on like a low note and then it was like, welcome to another edition of the second and goal fantasy podcast. I feel like I wasn't <laughs> excited enough at the beginning. Mm, you sound excited to me. I liked it. Okay. Sounds good. So I'll take your word for it. Episode 51. Championship week for most is over. We've still got more episodes. We've got the Victory Lap show next week. The Victory Lap award show where we will settle some rankings disputes. We are going to compare our entire rankings. So basically what Chris and I decided to do is, I mean, it's going to take a little while, but we wanted to do it for you guys. Is Chris, we were talking about mainly Chris on the show, but me a little as well, comparing our rankings at the end of the season. And so we're going to take our rankings and then have a point system for them. So say, like, obviously both of us ranked Christian McCaffrey as RB1. Say he was probably about, like, RB40, RB50. Let's just say RB50. We, we mm-hmm. would give both of us thirty or 49 points. I cannot add for being 49 off. And whoever has the least points at the end of it wins. Since we got rid of our overall rankings, we're just going to do it by position. And, I mean, yes, injuries are going to be a factor. But we made our rankings with injury risk in mind. So we just decided that to mm-hmm. keep it in. Yeah. All right. And there was some mic bumping from Chris a little bit, as you heard, but I don't think it should be too bad this show. But next week, it should be fixed because Chris got a new mic stand and pop filter. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's going to fix all that mic bumping. So our sound mm-hmm. quality is going to be better than ever. Also, two other things before we get started. Number one, the podcast tournament on Twitter that we told you about. It's by the Bracketeers at Bracketeers The on Twitter. They've got eight spots left in the 32 team tournament. I think um, as of like a few hours ago. And uh, I mean, if you host a podcast and you're listening to this, you could DM them if you're interested. But Mm -hmm. we have entered the show. They said it's going to start next week. I think I assume they'll be able to get eight more people in it in time for next week. So next week, stay tuned on our Twitter because we will be retweeting a poll. So basically what happens is there are 32 podcasts and starting in the first round, you, you basically have a matchup. Like it's like a March Madness bracket. So we'll be playing some random podcast that's not very good in the first round. And Mm so we're going to, you're going to have to vote, try to like retweet and uh, just tell your friends to vote for at SGF pod, vote for the second goal fantasy podcast, the bracketeers on Twitter at bracketeers, the that's their handle and tell them to vote for us because while Chris and I didn't get our fantasy championship in our league this year, we want to at least win something. And it mm-hmm. has to do with our podcast. So it'd be great if we advance past the first round, if we get make a run at it, that helps us even more because it's a sort of a promotional tournament as well. So if you guys can help us out, that'd be really appreciated. In return, we'll give you great content. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then championship week for most leagues, like we've talked about, has happened. And in our league, it has happened as well. So I think we should probably talk about that matchup. The game, it was in half PPR, 149 to 119. Um, The team that won was facing a team that, like, okay, so our friend Austin, who was in the championship, his team named Mr. Rogers Neighborhood, he picked up a lot of guys off the waiver wire this year, did some smart trades, 
got picked up some injured guys, George Kittle, for example, and his team wound up very, very good. He had Derrick Henry. He had Tyreek Hill. He had, like we mentioned, George Kittle. He had other guys too. And meanwhile, he's facing this team who had all of their guys break out at the right time. The team actually outscored Austin in the playoffs. They had Josh Allen, David Montgomery, Stephon Diggs, Jonathan Taylor, Cooper Cup, Jonu Smith, Corey Davis, Rams defense, and Daniel Carlson. That was their championship starting lineup, and they got almost 150 points. They also had Hunter Henry, who was actually hurt. I think he was hurt, right, Chris, on their bench? I am not sure. Oh, no, he was on the COVID list. That's what it was. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Also had Chase Claypool, Cole Beasley, all of these breakout guys, and... He won the championship by 30. He won it with Josh Allen, Stefan Diggs mm-hmm. on Monday Night Football, who made a close game into an absolute blowout. So congrats to him if he's listening, and congrats to Austin for making the title game. And, I mean, that's mm-hmm. what happened in our league. I finished fourth. I got blown out by, like, 70 in the third-place game. It was an embarrassing loss in a game where I had to start Lynn Bowden and Gus Edwards. Mm-hmm. But um, And the Colts defense and Young Ku combined for zero, which was very disappointing. But... I lost. I finished fourth. Chris finished uh, seventh, I believe, correct? Mm-hmm. Some silly league rules. I probably should have finished, like, fifth or sixth. Yeah, I think next year I'm going to change the Like, there was a consolation bracket error where the teams who were seventh through twelfth, it was an unfair disadvantage. So, I mean, if it was fixed, Chris probably should have gotten sixth, which I think I looked at. So, I mean, he was about in the middle of the pack. He mm-hmm. had a good team. It's just Christian I had a, McCaffrey. Such a good team. He traded for Christian McCaffrey, who never got healthy, and that was the main reason that Chris missed the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah, that um, was frustrating. McCaffrey case, just sat out. In case you were doubting our expert status, I actually, um, I, my team was playing pretty well over the past couple weeks. Then Mostert went down with an injury. I was missing Mixon. I was missing Galladay. Injuries all over the place which caused me to have to start Bowden and Gus Edwards. And Bowden was not good at all. Edwards actually was. I'm really proud of that start. But with all that out of the way, let's move on to news. News. I don't think I've played that drop live before. Maybe once. But that's cool. We also fixed it. I think we fixed the drop problem where it fades out if we talk over it. I don't think it does that anymore because – uh. We started recording on separate tracks, and I figured out a way to record the computer sound on the separate track on Zoom. Man, Zoom is great. They have everything. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah. it's awesome. Now I can just sync up the tracks, and we're all good. Mm-hmm. Um, First piece of news, Mason Rudolph is going to start on Sunday against the Cleveland Browns over Ben Roethlisberger, who is getting a rest after getting a win to snap the Steelers' three-game losing streak. We'll talk about this later for – Guys like Juju Smith-Schuster, Chase Claypool, Deontay Johnson. But you have to imagine, I don't really like all three of these guys. The good matchup keeps them afloat. I think that, oh, I think that, oh, man, I can't really. I guess Deontay Johnson, I think, is a start. Chase Claypool, eh, I guess you can start him. I think Juju is a sit, though, and we'll talk about that in a little bit. But Mason Rudolph is going to start. That is worrisome because of so many pass catchers in the offense. It's going to be hard to feed all of them with a backup quarterback. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, it's going to be tough. I really – I wouldn't be happy starting any of these. And I'm actually going to look up um, target share to – I'm looking up Mason Rudolph's target share to uh, Steeler wide receivers. Yeah, I mean – who he likes to start to because I think really only his favorite target is the one that's going to get – that's going to uh, 
you know, it's hard to predict exactly how much they're going to throw in this game because you have to imagine they're going to throw on the Browns defense, but they also have Mason Rudolph and their running game has been very ineffective. So I'm fine. So that's why I'm fine with starting Deontay Johnson and Chase Claypool. And I guess I'm even fine with starting Juju. I'm just predicting that Juju probably, I don't think Juju will be a top 30 wide receiver this week. I'm okay with starting him, I guess, but there, there, there's a good chance you have better options. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. But yeah, we, we actually are going to talk about that later as well. Mm-hmm. So um, yeah. let's move on. The NFL will expand to a week, 18 week regular season with 17 games, according to NFL Network's Ian Rappaport and Tom Pelissero. That means I think, I mean, the consensus for fantasy leagues is going to be extending the regular season, to 14 games, keeping week 18 unused teams will still only have one buy. But the preseason will be shortened to two or three games, which is about time. I mean, every year there's always some sort of uproar about that. Not really, mm-hmm. but yeah, we'll see. I mean, we get an extra fantasy game next year. It's nice. Yeah, I know. I'm very excited to uh, everyone. So I guess we will be using a week 17 next year. Don't change your league to week 16 next year because it'll be an 18-game schedule. Really, you always want to disinclude the last game because people like Ben Roethlisberger are going to sit out, you know. So it's really an unfair disadvantage for some teams. Yeah, exactly. And like, for example, Mason Rudolph, like having your week 17 championship in this week, if it's a two week matchup, it sort of balances out. But one of our teams last year, I don't know if he lost. I think it was Austin who also lost in the title game last year. I don't know if it was solely because Lamar Jackson sat out, but I think it may have been. No, it was Will, I think, who lost. No, it wasn't. Austin had Lamar Jackson. Will finished like eighth or ninth that year. Oh, yeah. Mm hmm. So um, Will is another friend of the show who's been on a couple times. Both Will and Austin were on. One time when Chris couldn't go, they were both on the show at the Mm -hmm. same time. Yeah. All right. Let's move on to reactions. Reactions. Oh, by the way, in case it wasn't clear, we're doing – I guess we're we're doing our waiver wire as well, but we're going to not do big questions this week, but we've got starters sit and booms and busts. And actually for waiver wire, it's just going to be some advice. We decided to make just one show for week 17, but um, it'll still, it'll still prepare you. We found a way to make it prepare you guys who are still playing in week 17. Mm-hmm. Big games yeah. from this week. Alvin Kamara, Alvin Kamara, 54.7 fantasy points, six touchdowns. I mean, that's one of the reasons I lost by 70, but the sad part is even without Kamara, I still would have lost. Mm-hmm. Are you saying Kamara? I think it's Kamara. I said Kamara, but I heard so many people say Kamara, so I switched. Kamara sounds like a, a Camaro, like the car. I think it's It Kamara. sounds like a Camara. Like, isn't that the, the monster? No, a Camaro is a car. Well, no, there's a monster, like, that's a Camara. Chim- ch- it's like spelled no like one, a, No one knows a, a Camaro. We all know a Camaro. Okay, I don't, I don't know. <laughs> all right, but it's spelled with a C-H, but I thought it was like it's pronounced a like Camaro a Camaro S-S, Calvin. Who knows? We probably sound so nice stupid. Cars. <laughs> we sound so dumb. One of us is talking about a monster from Greek mythology. The other one is talking about a car. <laughs> I mean, actually, I, I was probably the one who sounded dumb, not Chris. Devontae Adams, 37.7, got back to form this week. He won you some championships. Stefan Diggs helped win a championship this week. At least one. I'm no, probably many more. Mike Evans broke out for 181 and two touchdowns this week. Josh Allen helped people win some championships. Miles Gaskin. There was talk that Sylvan Ahmed, Ahmed would have gotten more t- uh, like a bunch Ahmed. more touches. Ahmed um, would have gotten more touches this game, but he was ineffective at the start, and it was the gas man all the way through. He won some <laughs> fantasy championships. Tom yeah. Brady. 
he had a, a pretty solid game, got around 30. But these last four are interesting. Jeff Wilson ran for 181 yards. I'm starting at the bottom. He actually scored less than these other three guys. That makes that would have been Mostert's role. That makes sense, though. I mean, the 49ers can be a good running team at times. Jeff Wilson's pretty good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Then Samaje Pirine, he was at the top of the list, actually, of the other four. 27.6. You can disregard that. I mean, it will not completely disregard. Who did the Bengals play this week? Uh... Whoa, what was that? Sorry, I yawned. <laughs> I don't know why. That was a random yawn. I actually don't feel tired at all. That was kind of weird. Right. But uh, let me see who the Bengals are playing. Um. Well, I mean... Calvin's team, so we can find injured Joe. Wait, what? Jo- I dropped Joe Mixon, obviously, out of oh, revenge, yeah. out of malice. But hey, Calvin, remember Piran- when I traded you Joe Mixon? Oh, please stop. Please be quiet. <laughs> All right. Samaje so Ryan is the only guy who actually scored in these top guys that we're talking oh, about. Who was, on Baltimore. Our, who was on our wafer wire. Um, oh, okay. Well, yeah, you can, you shouldn't be starting him next week. David mm-hmm. Johnson, he's playing. Um, Oh, man, I had it in my head. Oh, he's playing the Titans. He did well this week. He said continued to be a locked-in starter next week. But the last guy is really interesting. I mean, David Johnson has had an underrated season, but the last guy is really interesting. Michael Gallup gets the Giants next week, but got 27.1 fantasy points. He really started off the season badly, but since then he's actually been pretty productive. I mean, oh, I don't know if you – can you start him next week? Against I don't the, think so against this Giants team. I mean, they actually have a, a very underrated pass defense. So I think just because of that, I'm not willing to start him. But I definitely, I mean, it's definitely a boomer bust play. Yeah, I mean, I'm just looking at his last few games, and out of three of his last seven, he only. I mean, because you think about the Eagles, other than Darius Slay, like they really do not have a a good corner or a good secondary. So I mm-hmm. think that he was able to find get open because they covered Amari Cooper. But I think the Giants have a much more solid all around. Though yeah. if James Bradbury sits because of COVID again, then I'm definitely starting. I mean, in Michael Gallup's last six games, he's been all right, but he's only had two games or six games before this one. He only had two games with six or more catches. He only had two touchdowns. He did get a decent target share in most of them, but I don't know if he's going to be able to be productive because you said the Giants defense has actually been pretty good this year. Mm -hmm. Yeah. All right. Um, Players with under four fantasy points and half PPR. Corey Davis. He lost you some games, put up a goose egg in a snow game against the Packers. I mean, it was not snow game against the Packers. Maybe it was supposed to be a shootout, but it was not entirely out of nowhere that he busted. But I think he might bounce back next week. We'll see. Um, Young Waiku. Let's talk about this. So in case new new listeners to the podcast, in preseason, I ranked Young Waiku as my number seven kicker with elite potential. And he showed that. That was one of my best picks was about a kicker, but okay. <laughs> like really no, nobody had him at number seven. Do you really reason. label him elite potential? Yes, I labeled him with elite potential. Ever since he took over last year, he's had the most points per game, and I think the most points total of any kicker because he was so good. He missed a game this year, and yet he was still in contention for being number one kicker. Chiefs 17, Falcons 14. Let's set the scene in that game. Young Waku just got named to the Pro Bowl. A field goal, if he makes this field goal, he would be ahead of Jason Sanders in points. Jason Sanders has 160 this season. Young Wei Koo had 158. So a field goal would have put him to 161. I think it was a 39-yarder. He missed it, bumping him down to 157, just behind Jason Sanders. 
kicker one to kicker two. He still averaged more points because he actually missed a game this season, but he deserved the kicker one honor. And if he's not the consensus number one kicker, I don't know what I'll say. I'll be drafting him for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Chris, you, you're going to rank Young who is the number one kicker next year, right? Uh, oh, yeah, probably. Yeah, exactly. Come on now. Everybody, Solid if, Matt, if Matt Ryan leaves. Yeah, well, oh, Matt Ryan's not going to leave, I don't think. I think he'd get one more year. Um, oh, maybe. Well, I guess he is free agent. Is he a restricted free agent? Yeah, and he's been playing pretty poorly, too. I don't know, but Young Waiku has still been putting up points. We'll see. I mean, he could be a value kicker if Ryan leaves because he's such a good kicker. Mm-hmm. Salvan Ahmed. Um, I mean, there was way too much hype for him. Why do you say his week. name like that? You're like, you. it sounds like you're like choking. Ahmed. Yeah. Uh-huh. I mean, that's how the announcers say it. There was way too much hype for him in fantasy this week. There was no way that he, he shouldn't. Miles Gaskin is the better running back. Mm-hmm. And Miles Gaskin yeah. has been the workhorse every game he's played this season pretty much. Mm-hmm. Robert Tunyon. That one hurts. Yes, it was a snow game, but he's been like in solid, like tight end. Like, he was tight end four for a while. He's like around maybe top five tight end overall, even after that game. I mean, TJ Hawkinson, Darren Waller, Travis Kelsey, George Kittle. I'd rather have all of them. But Tunyon is in contention for number five, and he really busted that hurt. Lynn Bowden coming off some good games. He was started out all right, then just went silent for the last half of the second quarter and most in all of the second half. Cole Beasley, I'm that's inexplicable. I mean, I guess John Brown came back, so it's not completely inexplicable, but he was really bad, even when the Bills put up like 38 points. Marvin Jones, um, that was I think Stafford was in pain throughout that whole game. He got hurt very early. And mm-hmm. yeah. um and then Brandon Ayuk who he turned out to have a high ankle sprain, so that could have been part of it. But in the Saturday game against, uh, who was it? 49ers played the Cardinals? Was it the Cardinals? Um, Yes. Okay. Yeah, I mean, it was just a, it's a fluke, mm-hmm. I think. Yeah, definitely. So um, let's move on to Waiver Wire. Waiver Wire. We actually don't have any waiver wire picks for you today. We've got some advice though. And I just wrote down waiver wire advice because I've already got some in mind. We'll see. Actually, yeah, I mean, I've got some in mind already. So, Chris, do you have any waiver wire advice for week 17? I mean, it's really just honestly, I think you're going to want to stick with your team. So, Calvin and I, I mean, we'll take a loss here. Jalen Hurts was available on some waiver wires, and we said that he should be, that he could be the QB one and over people like Josh Allen, you know? And so, Sometimes I think you just have to realize what I'm starting to realize kind of from that is just stick with your guys. They got you to the fantasy championship, and I think you can trust them to to deliver in the biggest game of the season, you know? Well, I think Jalen – how did Jalen Hurts even do? I mean, I didn't say – we didn't recommend him above Josh Allen. I, we just thought that there was a chance that he could have the number – be the number one QB. I mean, but I he put up him like, above Josh Allen. Wow. That's crazy to me. But Oh, no, he had 18.5. He didn't kill you. Mm-hmm. But it's not – yeah, but Chris is right. In general, you should stick with your studs. The other thing I would say is, I mean, I mean, listen to the guys we've talked about in last week, the last few weeks. If Nelson Aguilar is still available, if Tim Patrick's – well, not really Tim Patrick anymore. But guys we've talked about who are still doing well, I'm blanking, other than Nelson Aguilar. <laughs> Maybe we haven't talked about anyone else who's doing well. No, just kidding. Mm-hmm. But, um, I mean, you know – uh, you know what I mean? 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. Guy, look, yeah. The so guys, just, you're you, really if you've only, been listening. You don't want to be risking in the championship game unless you're really struggling with injuries like Calvin was that you don't want to be risking some crazy guy. Like I think I thought it was bad for Calvin to be starting Lynn Bowden because I mean, you really don't want to be starting him if, unless you have a lot of injuries, you know? So yeah, for sure. All right. Well, um, I think, but yeah, I just, you, you listen to the guys we talked about the last few weeks. For some reason, I was completely blanking on them. I know we talked about a lot that are still relevant other than Nelson Aguilar. And I mean, if they're, if they're available and then just look at, see who's sitting out. Don't reach for Mason Rudolph, obviously, even though uh-huh. it's a good matchup, but look and see who's sitting, who isn't playing that week. And um, you can get their backups potentially pick them up. Don't necessarily start them, but yeah, mainly just stick with your studs, stick with who got you there. And there's no big questions this week as well. So we will move right along to starter sit. Starter sit. Two more segments left in the week 17 show. The next show again, is the victory lap show. We'll be releasing it this time. I believe on first thing, Tuesday morning, we apologize for releasing this in the afternoon. We had to delay it. I don't think we'll have to delay next week's show, though. And then mm-hmm. after that, we'll be going off for three weeks on hiatus. Then we'll be releasing a Super Bowl preview on a Tuesday. Then the way too early 2021 preview the next Tuesday. Mm-hmm. And then I think we're going to transition to releasing on Monday morning for the shows for the offseason. And we'll have a lot of those planned, but we're not going to reveal what it, we're going to do yet because we're actually not completely sure. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, guys, we're just hiding it from you. We totally – we have everything planned out. We know every – we know everything that's going to happen this awesome I mean, I, already. We just don't want to tell you guys. We've actually got a lot of ideas. We just don't know mm-hmm. when we're going to do everything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, we, I mean, what I wrote up, like, I wrote up a schedule and then Chris made some changes as well. But, like, we, my original schedule had all but three dates settled on something. But it was very, very tentative, obviously. And Chris and I agreed that we should switch around some of it. So we're not exactly sure yet, but it's going to be exciting. I'm going to, it's going to be fun to argue about guys. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, I haven't really decided my stance on, for example, AJ Dillon, who we're going to talk about in the off season. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Starter sit Juju Smith Schuster versus the Browns with Mason Rudolph. I think I already stated my opinion on this earlier, but so Chris, you can go ahead. Yeah. Oh, I mean, it's tough because, you know, you don't like Mason Rudolph here, but, Juju, I think he's talented enough, and I think that Mason Rudolph is going to look to him to slide him into the top third. I'm going to say that. Though I do think they're going to run the ball. I'm going to say that Juju manages to find the end zone here, and he puts up a solid enough game just to be a your back-end flex play. But that's all I'll give you. Right now, I mean, if you're in the fantasy championship or something, you're not starting him. Please don't. Like There are definitely better options on your team. But if you're in a lower-seeded game or... I mean, or if you're struggling with injuries, I think Juju can find your way, his way into your lineup, but that's really it. Yeah. I mean, it's the thing is, I mean, you may not have better options, but I mean, if I don't think really he's going to be a starting caliber wide receiver this week. Uh, yeah, Hilton. I think I'll, I'll rank him pretty much like on 30. I'll rank him 30. So, right Okay. There. Fair enough. T.Y. Hilton versus Jacksonville. I'm going to start him because of the matchup. He's been so good on the deep ball, and while he's gone through a touchdown lull, over the past few games, it is Jacksonville. And Jacksonville actually kept up with the Bears for a half. So I think that um, he can that he can probably get stuff done. He can uh, rebound. He's actually be, had a resurgence. He hasn't been too great over the last few games. But um, he's been pretty good. 
and I think mm-hmm. he's done enough to where you can start him. Yeah, I'm going to say that he's he's also a flex play for me, so kind of around Juju, but a little bit higher for me. I just don't like I don't like the situation there, and I think have the Colts clinched the playoffs? No, I'm guessing they haven't because they lost to the Steelers, but uh, so they're probably still going to be competing. He's, he's a competition guy. I think he's going to be excited to finally kind of have that big playoff push, maybe. So, yeah, yeah, and I think... I like I mean, the thing about the Colts game was that the Colts were up big and then the Steelers stormed back. I mean, sorry, I, this was actually getting back to Juju, I realized. But I don't know if they're going to be able to storm back against the Browns with Mason Rudolph very effectively. Feels like a Dwayne Haskins situation. Mm-hmm. <laughs> after he <laughs> finally got cut after um, the Washington football team lost their game. Uh, Daryl Williams versus the Chargers. And he actually out-touched Le'Veon Bell last week, but he's not going to be predictable. I'm sitting him. This feels like a passing game. Justin Herbert versus Patrick Mahomes. And maybe Le'Veon takes over again. Who knows? I'm not going there. I'm going to sit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Is So we got we got to move on to – do you want to move on to booms and busts? We only have three actually, starts or sits this week. For some reason, I'll, I'll, I'll talk about Daryl Williams a little bit more. And though I do think I added him, I was the one that made this list, so I think he's actually close. I just don't know if there's enough of a workload here, like because Le'Veon Bell is still splitting carries, and against the Saints two weeks ago, it was all Le'Veon Bell. I'm not sure what they're going to do. I mean, though it is week 17, and I think they've clinched the number one spot, maybe that'll help be a reason for them to give the ball to Daryl Williams. So actually, I think because they have a spot clinch, they're going to want to give Daryl Williams a try, and I think that he'll he'll have a solid game. I'll say that he's a flex play. All right. I mean, he, he, there's a chance. It's just too whiskey for me, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Let's move on to booms and busts. We've had three starts or this week, only one boom and one bust for us. Booms and busts. All right, the last segment before we head out, the boom, Corey Davis had a goose egg last week. <laughs> I was thinking how we hadn't played any of those drops yet, but gets Houston in week 17. Uh-huh. Yep. So I think Corey Davis is a nice boom candidate. He's been like before that game, he had four receptions for 110 yards. He's proven to be good in good matchups. I mean, he doesn't always get the most consistent target share, but in a good matchup, he can be really productive and this should be a pretty high scoring game. And then my bust mm-hmm. is DJ Moore. Facing the Saints this week against Marshawn Lattimore, who mm-hmm. the Saints have also had a really good run defense. I don't expect the Panthers to get anything Cal- going in the Cal- run game. Passage here for Marshawn Lattimore. He has him on his fan on his Madden team. Oh, of course, yes, exactly. But Marshawn Lattimore should be able to shut down DJ Moore. I mean, he might not be on him a hundred percent because of Robbie Anderson, but the Saints' run defense is also so good. Do we know? I don't think McCaffrey's coming back, right? No, I don't think he is. So the Saints should be able to shut down Mike Davis, making this offense very one-dimensional. And Teddy Bridgewater has made a lot of mistakes this year. He hasn't been the best quarterback. So when the Panthers' offense is one-dimensional, he's not going to be able to get much done at all. So DJ Moore is definitely a bust this week. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right, so your boom candidate, Chris? Yeah, uh, I yeah I like your DJ Moore pick, but... My boss is, I'll start with my boss, since, I don't know, I feel like a nice segue. My boss is Jameson Crowder, and he's facing the Patriots. I think he's going to receive coverage from J.C. Jackson, and though he struggled a little bit against Stephon Diggs, I think Stephon Diggs was just a very talented receiver, and I think that Jameson Crowder really? is going to be locked down. There's not much to focus on 
here in this Jets offense. And though they're playing better, I think the Patriots and Bill Belichick are going to know that Jamison Crowder is really the biggest option for Sam Donald. And they're going to want to give Sam Donald mm-hmm. some pressure. They're not going to want to allow him to just cherry pick with Jameson Crowder. I think he'll get shut down and he's definitely not going to find the end zone. Bill Belichick knows that he likes to look to uh, Sam Donald likes to look to Crowder in the red zone as well. So he's going to be shutting that down. I think that we're going to see a lot of looks where Jameson Crowder is going to be double coverage. So I just think that things aren't going to work out here with the pass coverage and uh, the Patriots also think are going to get, are going to get a win here. Uh, one that uh, something that they haven't been able to come by much this season, but yeah, uh, been a I don't think Jameson Crowder is going to be able to do much. And then my boom is AJ Dillon. And I mean, I think they're just going to want to be sitting Aaron Jones and Jamal Williams just because, or wait, is Jamal Williams injured? Yeah, right. Um. Well, I mean, he wasn't really involved last game, but I agree that they'll probably, eh, I mean, they're, they're going to they're gonna want to hand off to A.J. Dillon a lot more. He had 21 carries last game. I don't see why a huge number like that would change. I mean, he's just, he's a really talented back too. And I don't think they're going to want to give Aaron Jones a chance to hurt himself, especially if it snows or anything that could be risky. No, so I think AJ Dillon is just gonna have a nice solid game against the Bears, and I think he's gonna finish with at least 15 fantasy points. All right, yeah, Jamal Williams missed last week, um, but I mean the tough matchup is tough. But AJ Dillon did perform last week. He's got fresh legs. He's gonna be. I mean, I ex- expect. I mean, Aaron Jones should probably get some work. But even when Jones got some work, AJ Dillon put up that game. So I actually, I like the pick. Yeah, I, I mean AJ expect- Dillon had 11 more carries than Aaron Jones. That's true. I don't love the pick. But I, I don't know if there's a, enough of a ceiling to call him a boom, but I don't mm-hmm. hate it either. I see where you're coming from. Yeah. Okay. That's it. Make sure to follow us on Twitter at SGF pod, at Calvin underscore SGF, at Chris underscore SGF. Send it to our regular um, accounts for our personal accounts for not personal, but separate accounts for um, fantasy questions. And uh, I hope we helped a lot of people win a fantasy championship this year. Um, let us know if you won. If you lost, I guess you can let us know too. But, I mean, don't be mean about it because, I mean, fantasy football is a lot of luck. Clearly, Mm -hmm. if it was all skill, then you would be winning every year listening to this show. But (laughs) we have just finished our first regular season of this show, and we're we're getting close to our one-year anniversary. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Let's go. After this, this is our last regular season show. We did it. We did it. This was just, I mean, over a year ago, we were recording practice episodes and thinking about, oh, how, when we're going to be able to publish this. But our first episode was on March 3rd, 2020, just before the pandemic hit. Actually, on March 8th, episode two, Chris and I, Chris came over to my house to record, which is the one time that we've actually been at, like, not recorded remotely. And it Mm -hmm. didn't work. There was a lot of echo in that show. So we just decided to record remotely. And then the pandemic made us record remotely Mm -hmm. as well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. You think back to then. So, a round of applause for us for completing 51 episodes in a full fantasy regular season. Mm-hmm. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. No, really, no need to applaud. Oh, you're going to keep doing it anyway. Okay. All right. Um, thanks for listening. And, uh, or wait, is that it? I, I guess so. just check out sites.google.com slash view slash second and goal fantasy to get a sneak peek of the rankings that we're going to be talking about next week. Those preseason rankings. Thank you for listening. Um, uh, follow us or follow our live show on Twitter at SG sports talk. We went on hiatus last week, but this week we're going to be back for the first show of 2021. Thank you for listening. I say for the third time and we will see you next time.